from camp out to the Bible tells me so, there have been plenty of documentaries produced lately about gay and lesbian Christians. None of them has attempted what Lisa Darden is trying to do, bridge the gaping chasm between the gay community and the anti-gay community. As an experienced filmmaker, Darden has set out to prove that the ground at the cross is level. What she's discovered during the filming of For Such a Time as This has been at times surprising and depressing, but always pointing toward grace. I talked with Darden recently and asked her what inspired her to start this project. Well, I was living near San Francisco in San Anselmo, California. It was in 1990. And I'd become a new Christian. Um, interestingly, I had been led to the Lord by someone who was Christian and also happened to be gay. And I wasn't aware at the time that there was such a division and controversy in the church regarding the issue. And I was attending some different churches with people who actually were making comments regarding homosexuals and that uh, they actually felt the need to make it clear to me that it was not possible to be Christian and gay. And that's when things really got started. And I met people like John Evans, who was one of the founders of Love in Action, who also became a good friend of mine. And I met other people who ran and had gone through the ex-gay ministries, including John and Ann Polk. Um, they actually went on to be spokespeople for Exodus, Love in Action, Love One Out, and Focus on the Family. Mm-hmm. And I met John Smid, who was, and he still is, the director of Love in Action, and Frank and Anita Worthen, and Kent Philpott, who also started Love in Action in 1972. And I had been, I'd begun struggling with the issue and started asking the question to people, you know, anybody to answer, can you be Christian and gay? Can you be gay and Christian? And it was really in a search to find the answer for myself. Mm-hmm. And after becoming painfully aware of the division within the church, one day in 1991, I was driving across the Golden Gate Bridge, literally crying out to God, asking, you know, how on earth would he be able to bridge this divide? And, and I was... I was so incredibly aware of the fact that gays needed to know the love of God, too. Hmm. And it just didn't seem like that was, the message was getting out. So I was on the bridge, and while I was on the bridge, I got the idea and the name for my production company, Hope Unlimited Productions. And then the vision and the title of the film for such a time as this just came to me. And I had no idea at the time that it was going to take 15 years to actually start production on the film and then 17 years later I began editing and we're in post-production. Wow, God's timing, huh? Absolutely. (laughs) So what do you think is at the heart of the divide over homosexuality? Well, I think within the Christian community I'd have to say it's fear and misunderstanding. Um, I think in many ways there's a lack of compassion and in a sense um, in some circles uh, the people don't even have to care about gays because they believe that homosexuality is a choice and the gays can change. And if they choose to be gay, that they will be separated from God, and therefore people separate from them. Um, That's caused a huge divide that's been difficult to bridge. And I think what happens is it becomes a guilt-by-association mindset, Mm -hmm. and no one wants to be connected to it. It's not necessarily that the people who are helping to create the divide are bad or evil. It's that they've been taught these things, and it's hard for them to look at it from any other perspective without fear. And it's hard for them to separate the person and the sex act and to see the homosexual as a human being. Um, I think the fear is clearly evident on both sides. There's a pro- just a real prevalent us versus them mentality mm-hmm. that keeps people stuck and unable to even entertain the thought of getting on the bridge together. Um, there's a lot of vilifying and demonizing going on. and People are constantly focusing on the negatives and perpetrating the fear of each other, within each other, I believe that's at the heart of the problem. So how can your film help to bridge this gap then? Probably by clarifying the misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. Um, We show people who have honestly addressed the issue. 
um, and have come to a place of love and understanding and compassion for people they might not agree with, but they're willing to treat them as human beings with dignity, love, and respect. And you have been interviewing people from coast to coast for a while now. Um, give us a little bit of an idea of some of the most fascinating or enlightening interviews that you've done with people so far. Wow, that's so hard. <laughs> I know. So many. That's so many. Um, it's really hard to single them out. You know, I've been really privileged to meet some of the most amazing and courageous people. Um, I honestly value every single one of the stories that they generously shared with me. Um, let's see. We've done, I've done interviews with actors, theologians, ministers, authors, uh, musicians, comedians, just people from all walks of life. And I'd have to say, if, I, if you were going to put me to the fire, mm-hmm. um, Evelyn and Dennis Shave were fascinating. Um, they're warm, they're just wonderful human beings, and they're perfect examples of what I consider Christ's unconditional love for all people. They truly inspired me. Um, and who are they? Dennis and Evelyn Shave are a straight couple. Mm-hmm that um, were like many evangelical Christians. They had very strong feelings about homosexuality and believed that the two did not um, mix. Mm-hmm. And they were very clear to let people know that. Um, but somebody had come into their lives that they'd known, and she had come out, and a lot of things had happened. But she ended up coming back into their lives, and the Lord started working in and through them. And actually, they had a change of heart and become, became very compassionate. And now they minister to people and meet them where they're, where they're at, just like Jesus does. Wow, cool. Mm-hmm. Billie Jean King was cool. Oh, yeah, I'll bet. Um, she's, I mean, she's had an incredible life. And she, just, she has a big, wonderful heart. She's pretty cool. Um, Tony, and Kem, Tony Campolo and Peggy Campolo. Mm-hmm are two people I probably have uh, the most love and utmost respect for. And Jay Baker is a breath of fresh air. Um, he's terrific. But there's so many, I just really can't even think of them all right now. What has surprised you during the making of this film? Let's see. <laughs> Pick one. How scared people are um, to deal with the issue. I think it's how difficult it's been navigating my way through it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I once said to, said to a friend of mine, I think, I, I feel like I'm walking on a, a tightrope, and she said, honey, you're walking on dental floss. <laughs> and that's a very fine line, and then she told me to be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I set out to interview both sides of the divide and hope, in hope that they might be willing to talk to one another at some point in time. And I was hoping that the mudslinging and the name-calling might actually stop long enough to get a few decent words in edgewise. Yeah. And that I might be able to encourage them to play nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I realized that no one was willing to cross the picket line, um, I knew my job was going to be to get them all together in the film hmm. and hope and pray that at some point they'd be able to reach some common ground. I was hoping, you know, we could create a dialogue in place of a monologue and that actually so often gets shared from both sides of the fence. Right. And I was taught that the ground of the foot of the cross was level, and I was hoping that we'd all meet there. Uh, but it kind of surprised me that people weren't as eager to do that as I was. Well, so now that you've talked to folks on both sides of this divide, do you have more hope or less hope that the gap can be bridged? That is an interesting question. <laughs> I, I do have hope, but I also know that people are slow to respond sometimes. Yeah. I think in my heart that something's happening spiritually now, and I believe that it's going to manifest in the na- natural and sh- the change is inevitable. But it seems like 
a lot of people are looking for permission to do the right thing. And it's important that people stand up and encourage and try to lead people into making educated and compassionate choices toward loving people, even if they don't always agree with them. I'm hopeful that we can bridge the divide for many people, um, but I also not, know that not everyone's going to come along. I believe a good number will, mm -hmm. simply because it's for such a time as this. What do you hope that people get from this film when they, when they, when they finally see it? The film's goal is basically to be a catalyst. It's to encourage people to look at and begin dealing with this issue in an honest and a transparent way. Um, I think in so many instances there are people in the Christian community, some very prominent people, who need to seriously put Christ back into Christianity. Mm -hmm. There is so much about those who are most vocal in the Christian world whose actions are really anything but Christ-like, and not just with regards to homosexuality. This message of rejection um, is what the struggling Christian, gay or straight, hears and sees. And for those who are reaching out for God's love, this sort of denunciation just serves to turn those people who are most in need away from knowing him and truly experiencing the joy and the peace of God. We are all welcome at the table. You know, it's not an exclusive club. It's not something that's just for some. Christ said he he died for all. All means all. That means everyone. Everyone is welcome. And I think I really want people to get that by watching this film. So when is the film coming out? Later this year, probably June or July. Great. Oh, that'll be good. But you also have, uh, that has come out of this film, a television show. Tell us about that. Well, we're working on it now. It's in pre-production. Um, it's exciting because I interviewed so many people. Uh, there's no way we're going to get them all into the film, otherwise we'd be in a theater for days. <laughs> um, we're planning to call it Struggles and Victories, and it's, it'll be coming in 2009. For more information about the film for such a time as this, visit Darden's website at HopeUnlimitedProductions.com.